The plane back to New York was right on time. Cindy was the first to board, couldn't wait to return, see her sister, and make sense of what had happened between her and Mateus. What would she tell Anne had gone on between them? Cindy was still in shock at the abrupt way he had taken off just as they were about to become engaged. The last thing in the world Cindy had expected was for him to run away to be with his long-lost daughter, who couldn't stand the sight of her. Cindy walked down the aisle of the plane, looking for her seat. It was strange being alone again. How did things turn out this way? From Mateus's point of view, the separation was for an undetermined amount of time, but temporary. Cindy didn't feel that way. Her sister Anne always said that Mateus was a volatile character who couldn't be trusted, but Cindy had refused to believe it before. Cindy tucked her bag into the overhead compartment and snuggled next to the window. Okay, she thought, let Mateus and his creepy daughter have each other. She was exhausted, had been totally unprepared for the abrupt ending of their relationship. She turned her head to the aisle, watched others board the plane, and listened to flight instructions. Finally, as the plane took off, Cindy closed her eyes and quickly fell into a deep sleep. In her sleep, Cindy felt herself floating through the air, wondering who she was now, or where she was truly headed. It seemed as if she were stretched out on a ragged cloud that dipped and turned through unstable gusts of wind. For a while, she felt comfortable. Then suddenly, in her sleep, Cindy felt herself spiraling uncontrollably downwards. As she hung onto the cloud desperately, Cindy suddenly saw gnarled arms reaching out for her from behind. The arms were searching for her, eager to grab and toss her out into the empty sky. Perspiration suddenly streaked down her face as Cindy squirmed to get away from them. Whose arms were they? What did they want of her? For a moment, they seemed to be surrounding the cloud. No! Cindy cried out, terrified, gasped and started moaning. Then, thankfully, she felt her hands clutching onto something solid. It was the edge of her seat on the plane. Someone beside her was shaking her shoulder gently. It's okay, it's okay, a male voice said. You're dreaming, dear, everything's okay. Cindy's eyes shot open quickly. She was seated next to an older man who looked at her kindly. She tossed in her seat and lunged forward a moment. He quickly placed his hands on her shoulders, pulling her back up. Nothing's wrong, he spoke more firmly. All's in order, the flight's on time. Nothing's in order thought Cindy. Who is this man? Where's Mateus? What's this man doing next to me? Mateus had been beside her for so long now, it felt strange having someone else sitting there. You're just having a bad dream, he repeated, trying to calm her. So sorry, Cindy murmured, embarrassed. Nothing to be sorry for. Everyone dreams, the older man continued. My wife has bad dreams, and so does my daughter. Just wake up. So simple, Cindy thought, so natural. Just open your eyes and the horror ends. We're landing in a few minutes, he continued. Fasten your seatbelt. Yes, thank you, I will, said Cindy, pulling herself together. She tugged her seatbelt around her, 
then craned her neck and looked out of the plane window. She must have slept longer than she realized. They were already flying over New York. The entire trip seemed to have taken only a few moments.